Yo, what up, Colin? 25. Episode 25, Heckin' Cool Dads. And we have another guest who... I can't, I can't call you Keto Beth. No. Because uh, I already did that to Kyle. You can call me Fun Size Bettina. Fun Size Bettina. That's right. Um, two things. Or, One. Or you can call me Shweezy like you Shweezy. always do. Shweezy. Yeah, I, I always call her Shweezy because oh. her, her, her maiden name at yeah. the end, it started with a sh. So I don't know why I did that, but that's what I did. Um, right. What are we drinking, Colin? Tecate. Tecate original, baby. Not, not Beth. Except for nope, this. Nope, not me. <laughs> so Kyle played along at least. He's keto yeah. Kyle. He played along. We got the white claws. Right. Uh, you're keeping it legit with, with the... With the Zevia. Zevia. What yeah. is Zevia? So it kind of tastes like flat Pepsi, which <laughs> if you drink Already sugar like all it. the time, yeah, you wouldn't like it. When you stop eating and drinking sugar, your taste buds change. So this tastes sweet to me now. I was actually just talking to Kyle on the way here. Um, I was asking him for um, advice on Xbox and stuff like that because my kid is desperately wanting an xbox so i'm like let me go to the authority source uh which is kyle and he i could tell he had me on speakerphone and i'm like what are you doing he's making keto pizza crust which i learned is just cheese (laughs) not necessarily i actually have a recipe that's cauliflower oh it does not taste like cauliflower crust though well see that's that's the only he's making the fathead dough which yes that is cheese well it's a shit with cheese i don't know it's got me intrigued but i was telling him i can't understand how he can just not eat the things that I'm eating. I, because this shit is so good. Like, I, I just love food. Love it. And I'll eat healthy for, like, two days. And then I just want to eat bad. And I can't imagine not just eating bad whenever the fuck I want. You get used to it. Because yeah, I feel, that's, that's I feel like complete said. shit when I eat that stuff now. It's just not worth it. So let me give you a little quick story about what happened to me last time I ate carby food. I woke up at 2.30 in the morning with heart palpitations. So anything I can do to avoid that is good. Well, you you had a whole bunch of health stuff. Didn't this yes. like remedy a bunch of health stuff? Absolutely. I was, I was being treated for rheumatoid arthritis, which is some pretty crazy shit. I got diagnosed at age 33. And turns out I didn't need to do any of that. But for four years, I took medication. Six meds a day. It, it was crazy. Hmm. So then I just stopped eating wheat and... The processed sugar and all of my symptoms went away. Can't do it. Can't do it either. I can't. I cannot Sorry. do it. Uh, you said flat Pepsi, and it just sounds gross. I don't even yeah. like. I honestly, regular Pepsi though is like too sugary for me. I just went on. Yeah. A, I just went on a uh, business trip uh, with one of my team members, and she uh, celiac, and so mm-hmm. she's like at every restaurant, it's like, "Do you have a gluten free menu?" And yeah. she's like, "Well, it always makes it really easy because there's like three things to yeah. choose from." <laughs> like, yeah, uh, we can put horrible. all that same stuff onto lettuce. But it just seems horrible. <laughs> like, what do you want? I have lots of sandwiches that I would be glad to put on lettuce. I see people do that too. They do the lettuce wrap or whatever. But so you're telling me though, because I, I can understand not eating certain things that you love. But what if you just eat meat all day? Wouldn't that be awesome? No, that is awesome. Uh, that's dude. So you could do it, Nick. I uh, eat a lot of Sour Patch Kids. So oh. that's problem. <laughs> we have a candy table at work. Um, yeah, I can't help you there. I have a friend named Nick who does. I I don't even know what it's called. What's it called? Where they like it's not boiling the meat, but it's like keeping the meat at three hundred something degrees sous vide or what the fuck is it? Oh, sous vide. I think i have no idea yeah Yeah, it's like some kind of of, it's a way to like prepare meat where people get like people that do it get mad if you say boiling the meat because you never bring the water to a boil Mm -hmm. but you have the water at a like 300 and something degree temperature for x amount of time and you submerge the meat in a bag 
Are you kidding me? Like no you're idea. the you're the cooking guy. I thought for sure you that were going to That does gonna, not sound appetizing. It doesn't, but apparently it produces like the most tender perfect meat ever. Oh, I call bullshit on that. I have a uh, I have two friends. One, Nick, who I'm pretty sure the dude only eats meat. Like I think he only He's a carnivore. Yes. yes. And then um uh my buddy Brian who what I don't know why there's so many like keto things coming up this past but Brian lost like Oh God, a whole human. He he lost like 280 pounds or something Damn. and was on, damn, what show was he on? Like Good Morning America or something? They had him on there and he proposed to his maybe now wife. I don't know if they're Crazy. married yet. He On there. Well, he does the same thing. He'll like do that uh, and get the meat all cooked through and then takes it and sears it like right at the end. And hmm. he's a, again, he was the first person I literally ever heard say the word keto. And then he lost, like, again, a whole human. And he might, be, he might be well over 200 pounds lost. Maybe, like, three-something. I'll have to show you his Instagram after we get off here. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so talked a whole bunch of a whole bunch of shit uh, last time. And I still had a whole list of shit. So I did no preparation for this one. But I know that you have a phone story, Colin. <laughs> because I, yeah, saw, I, gotta hear I saw on Instagram – or not Instagram. I saw on Facebook you were asking people for phones. Oh, man. So – Today has not been ideal uh, because I, for one, I spent four hours yesterday afternoon uh, replacing the radiator and water pump on my Jeep and was like super stoked about it. And then this, I'll get there. I'll get to the okay. phone you, story. Well, not that. No, I, I was looking because I could have swore you already did that. You did something else with your Jeep and heat. Yeah, something. I replaced the thermostat, oh, okay. but then my radiator blew. That So the thermostat wasn't the problem. I think it was the water pump was not moving was not moving coolant through the way it should. And the radiator blew out, so I replaced the radiator and water pump yesterday. And I was feeling good about it. Like, it wasn't as hard as we thought, and all that stuff got it together. And then, But I wanted to let some of the Loctite stuff on one of the screws uh, or one of the bolts uh, dry. So I put coolant in this morning and fired it up to get it up to operating temperature to make sure there was no leaks and, like, the entire gasket of the water pump is leaking so that means i have to take the fan out again i have to take the serpentine belt off again and i have to make sure either that's just needs to be tightened down better or i need to replace the gasket on it so it's just it's nothing like catastrophic it's just got to pull it all apart again to fix something so that was like number one so then right when this happened i went inside to look for my phone because i was going to text my buddy chris to tell him that it was leaking and i couldn't find it anywhere and I'm, you know, just tearing the house apart. And uh, I, so I grabbed Sierra's phone and I started calling it and I can hear it. I can hear it ringing. I called it like five or six times and I'm, I can hear it. And I'm like, it's in the kitchen. <laughs> you know, it's not outside. It's not in the living room. It's not in the, it's in the kitchen. I can hear it in the kitchen. Where the fuck is it? And I'm like, I bend down. And as I bend past the sink, it gets louder. And I'm like, what? And I look. And we had made waffles and there was like the batter bowl I had filled with hot water and soap to let it soak. Oh my God. And I like, it's ringing and I put my ear next to the bowl. <laughs> it was on the windowsill and fell off into oh. the bowl. But I had been outside working on my Jeep for half an hour. Oh my God. And it was, I pull it out and it's ringing <laughs> and I wipe it off and I'm, I like look at it. And I take the the case off, and like had pretty, I kept a pretty good seal. There was barely any water in the case. Yeah. 
and I'm like messing with it. I'm turning the volume up and down. I'm turning it off. I'm doing stuff and everything's fine. It's working totally fine. Oh my you God. turned it off and back on? No. Oh, okay. It was just on. And, and Good. And it was fine. Everything was fine. Had no issues. And I was like, wow. just thinking, I was, I was like, this is amazing. I can't believe this. This is a wild story. So then I was like, I, I got on the trailer thing and, and typed on all caps, Colin <laughs> phone story. Like I'm a fucking baby boomer or some shit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, um, because I was like, this is amazing. This is uh, like, this is the, the, my iPhone 10 was submerged in pancake batter soap water for <laughs> half an hour and still works just fine. Well, they are rated for that. I know. It's like one meter for 30 minutes at least. But like, 15 minutes later, it restarts itself and then gets it into an infinite restart loop. Mm. Okay. So I'm like, shit. And then, it, so then it was like, okay, you have to put it in recovery mode and you have to restore it. So I did that and I restored it and then it was still in the loop. So I was like, shit, okay, well, I put it in a bowl of rice and then, like, put my iMessage on a iPad we had sitting around at least so like, people could get a hold of me. And um, Sierra had to get a new phone anyway, so she ordered a new phone and she was going to do it for, like, pickup and store today. And she was just going to give me her iPhone 8, you know, and I'm fine with yeah. that. That's whatever. And uh, so it's Saturday afternoon, but then I thought, oh, I'll just try fire it up. And I, pl- and then I turned it on and it wasn't restarting anymore, but it needed battery power so i plug it in turns on and then i go to restore it from icloud backup and it says you have no icloud backups and i'm Mm. like oh cool so any photo video app i downloaded anything like that since february is now gone forever isn't it linked to your macbook and doesn't it auto download all that shit on all your devices uh i thought so but it i guess i didn't have it set up right Again, okay. yeah, you have to turn that feature baby, on. real baby boomer shit over here. Dude. Yeah, yeah, you're you're killing me. Good job, Karen. So, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So uh, I basically got a new phone today. Nice. <laughs> but the funniest part is, uh, um, uh, the camera. Does it still have like water in it? Water spots or something? <laughs> oh, oh god! Everything is soft focus. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man, it's too good. So when I first switched away from iPhones, it was for the Galaxy S5. And that was one of the big features of the S5 back then. Long before iPhone was doing it, like the Samsungs were IP65, mm-hmm. which is like, again, it's like one meter for 30 minutes. Yeah. I ran, and I, I keep my phone in my back pocket a lot. I ran, it fell out, it fell in the snow, and it was in the snow for, I don't know, five, six hours. And found it, and it worked fine. Nothing. Um, they have a feature on the Samsungs, and I'm assuming the iPhone has too. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking any phone that has waterproofing or water resistance uh, has it. It will play a series of tones that are special, like sonically designed to push water out of the ports. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, I know it does that. Hmm. I, the Apple Watch was the first thing they released that did that. Hmm. Um, but uh, my guess is that I would have had less of a problem had I not called it five times because I think the speakers vibrating really loud, I think was breaking that seal. Uh, you know, yeah. that's my guess. Uh, not the fall from the window. No, because it, it must have just been like, bloop, you uh-huh. know, you know what I mean? But it was, it was hilarious that I could that the funniest thing to me was that it could still hear it ringing. <laughs> In the bowl of water, yeah. but the the very so I have a buddy uh, named VJ who is a big Samsung guy, and when he bought his first waterproof phone, the quite literally the first thing he did 
with submerge it in a bowl of water and call it. He's like, I'm going to test this. What's the worst that can happen? It fails and I just take it back and tell him their shit's bullshit. Mm. Go for it. And he did it. He called Whoa. it and was like using his finger to like text and swipe text. I was like, eh, you're brave. I'm not, I'm not that brave with a thousand dollar advice. No way. Supposedly, according to my buddy Chris, there is a 12 month grace period, which I don't believe because I always thought it was 90 days if you didn't get Apple Care. But I'm going to take it to the Apple Store and just see if they will swap it out. I don't think they will. Well, Okay. Where's the shot? So there's a on the inside of the phones. There's a little the sh- pink thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That tells them if it was exposed to water or mm-hmm. not. So that's how they get you. Yeah. yeah. Um. Another. You said something about like oh, like a baby boomer, right? Which that's uh number one. That's my mom. Like she does. I I argue with her every time I get around <laughs> her because she refuses to do anything new, right? Um, but. One thing that baby boomers do that I, I run into all the time is I will get a friend request, and then like a day later, I get another friend request. It, yep. they, they keep creating different accounts. You know why? No. They, they forgot their password. I don't – And they create I don't a brand know new that profile. they realize they're creating an account. I have yeah. – Okay, so Amy's uncle is like the biggest offender of this. I've at least 30 different friend requests – 30 different accounts – Oh my god! So like, I just leave them in my like nap. I don't decline them. I don't right. do anything, and it's just like there's probably twenty of them in there still, and it's always this photo. Yep. From like down here, like the the chin up shot with the he can't really see the phone, so he's he's looking like this. It's better than the bathroom shot. What bathroom shot? You've seen those, right? People take their their profile photo standing in their in bathroom. the bathroom mirror. Oh Dude, yeah. I, lo- I, I love the, the people that take the photo in the mirror and unintentionally get something raunchy yes. as fuck in the background. Yes. There's an entire Reddit thread for that. Yep. Or like the great. ones where like some woman's trying to take like a really sexy booty shot. And then there's like a four year old. standing They're taking the picture. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. You see, you catch it. The reflection, the little kid. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, my dad has done that. That's how I know that they've forgotten their password, and that's why they're creating a new profile. My dad has also gotten duped by the Nigerian princess scam <laughs> multiple times. So, we talked about that. Yeah. Um, so we didn't really, really introduce you. So what's yeah. what's what's your deal? That's what I, that's what I was getting what, ready what's to say. What's your deal? What's, what's, what's my deal? What, well, uh, Jeff and I go way, way back. Yeah. When was it? 2007, probably, that we met? Yeah, probably six or seven. Worked for the same company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every it, just like all companies, everybody goes out and like you grab happy hours together, or like somebody uh, in the area has a band, you know, and you, everybody goes to see their their coworkers' band and stuff like that. Um, it probably started there. So just coworkers mm-hmm. became friends. Yeah, yeah, because and Jeff's a cool guy. You, and, yeah. <laughs> and then we we actually lived relatively close, close. Uh, yeah. for a while there. I think um, most of us that work at that company we kind of live in that vicinity, especially at that age, being yeah. mid twenties and that kind of thing. Yep. Everybody lived in that area, so we always used to hang out together. Remember, we took a trip to Chicago one time. Yeah, I, I said that. Uh, I said that at some point. Do you remember me talking about going to medieval times? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, it. that was literally like we had a long weekend, and um, we're like, let's take an extra day or two, and like. 10 people from the department yeah, and their significant others and stuff. Just like all, we all just went to Chicago for literally no reason. It was the first time I'd ever been to Chicago. Mm. It's pretty fucking tight. Yeah, it was great. So yeah, we just stayed friends throughout the years. So everyone that comes on here, um, I, I realize everybody has something like 
some kind of cool story, right? And I, I don't fully remember the details of this story only because I have known you for quite some time now. <laughs> but I know there's some kind of connection between a studio or your basement or something and Shawshank, right? Yes, yes. So my dad's like a musician. Shawshank Redemption? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just making sure Colin caught up with us over there. <laughs> so my dad's a musician. He he knows other musicians since the time he was a teenager. And so he and his friend Ken, we lived in Ashland area, and they both used to do a lot of music together. So they just figured Ken's house had room for a basement studio, so they built it together and spent a lot of hours in my childhood in that basement and so the time that Shawshank Redemption was filmed, it was in Mansfield, which is very close to Ashland. Mm-hmm. And they were, I guess, the production crew was looking for a studio where they could do some voiceovers uh, for Morgan Freeman. The only studio in that area Crazy. was that basement. Crazy. So yeah, that's where that he did that. Yep. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. And then your dad still plays music, doesn't he? Not anymore. He had to retire a few years, years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah I knew. He's, he's, he's in pretty poor health right now, which is hence the Nigerian princess. Oh, now, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's cool though. I mean, he's he's taking his own path right now, so not playing music anymore, but that so, was that was a nice little connection to Shawshank there. And actually my grandpa used to teach at that prison back in the 60s. And the whole reason he had to stop teaching there was cuz somebody tried to kill him. Oh, shit. He was defending himself. Crazy. Elbowed the guy in the head, cracked his head open, died, and he's like, "I I can't do this anymore." So that's fucking I'm crazy. out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> my mom worked in laundry. That's <laughs> that's that's it. Like, I don't have any cool fucking stories about how my mom housed some dude and like cracked his head open or nothing. My and, mom worked customer service at Kohl's. <laughs> yeah, and your dad's like a dope designer, and and meanwhile, it's like my mom worked laundry, and I don't know my dad. So, what's it like to have cool parents, guys? Oh wait, hey, no, <laughs> parents being cool—that's a different story. You know, we we definitely. I have a very non-traditional family, if you could put it that way. Yeah, I think we all do across the world. Yeah, yeah. So I can't. You know, my mom's cool. His brothers are mobsters. Right, that's, I that's know. What I Those hear. stories. That's always, what I hear from Colin. They fascinate me. No, I talked to I talked to my one brother, uh, the guy that lives in Florida. I talked to him on the phone for about an hour, um, a couple days ago, and he's like, "Hey, have you heard from mom?" Okay, I pay for mom's cell phone, but it's always in her purse, so you can't really call it. You're not going to get her, and if you call the house phone. I just expect her to answer. And if she doesn't, I'm like, well, what the hell could she be doing? Like, she'll call me back. Well, he hasn't heard from her in like a couple weeks. So he's like, hey, have you heard from mom? I'm thinking about doing a wellness check. (laughs) I said, she will fucking kill you. Like, my other brother tried to get her one of those like necklaces to like help. Oh, the life alert? Yeah. Like, I fall on it. Yeah. So, okay. So let me back up. My brother lives with his wife. And his mother-in-law. Mother-in-law is not in the best health. So he bought her one and was like, hey, you got like, you know, bad hips and shit like that. And like, you just need it. I'm going to buy one for mom too. Dude, she like lost her shit. She was on an absolute no. Don't you try. Um, And I don't, I don't know. Like my mom is, for as stubborn as I am, she is far more stubborn than I am. (laughs) Far. And I, I think I mentioned earlier, like, she won't do anything new. I remember the only time I've ever gotten her to use her debit card. We were at Target on the west side, which doesn't exist anymore. No, oh, yeah, it that doesn't. One. Nope. Yeah. And I was supposed to take her to the bank to get money. We get a whole belt full of shit. They're ringing it up. And she goes, 
oh, God, we're going to have to put all this back. I forgot to stop at the bank. Oh, God. And I said, the fuck we are. Like, <laughs> take your card and put it in that damn machine. Or actually, this time it was swipe it. Swipe your damn card. She's like, I don't know how to do any of that. And I said, you know how to use a credit card. I'm not using a credit card. I know. It's the same principle. It has a Visa logo on it. Like, just swipe the thing. Got her to do it. And that was quite literally the only time. She acted like it was fucking rocket science. You know, she goes, well, how am I supposed to record that? And I was like, just put the same number in your ledger like if it were a check. Yeah. Down to the cents. Just put it in there. Uh, Dude. Or it's like, or sign up for a mobile account. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not a fucking chance. I got her to sign up for uh, online banking so that she could log on. And, you know, pull statements or see when her, like, um, retirement money hits and stuff like that. And she logs on that thing once a month to make sure that her deposit's in there and then logs off. I'm like, you know that thing keeps track of everything. Like, you don't have to write it all down anymore. Nah. Not my mom. I'm laughing because this is so similar to – yeah. Oh. You're internally laughing. I've seen this and I've heard this so many times before. Oh, boy. <laughs> My, and I, I fear because she's a lifelong smoker. I fear that she's got some health shit, and that uh, yeah, she's also. I mean, she was born in forty seven. So it, my mom is... Really? Yeah, she is no spring chicken anymore, right? But she's also not a driver, so she's walked everywhere for life. So she's in relatively uh, decent cardio for somebody <laughs> in their 70s, right? <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm pretty confident that she's got some underlying health shit, and she just refuses to go get it checked out. That's uh, that's the big difference. Like, you have, you have some people that are desperate and will do anything to... Uh, I tried. You did try. Uh, <laughs> or desperate to find out what's wrong with them, and they'll try anything. Yeah. And then you got other people that are just completely fine living ignorance is bliss. They want nothing. And like when she's like coughing and stuff, I'm like, that's that smoker's cough. That could also be something else. COPD emphysema. or emphysema or fucking cancer, right? Yeah. And I always go like, mom, just go get a checkup. Mom, get a checkup. You're in your 70s. Like, I don't. I literally don't remember my mom ever getting a checkup. It's crazy. It is crazy, though, to think that, you know, you're the youngest. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm the oldest. uh, But there is that just, I mean, my parents are are seemingly fine right now. But, you know, it's just I'm getting to that age where I have to start thinking about, like, reminding my parents, hey, have you seen the doctor recently? You know what I mean? Do they go? I, I, I think you know what I mean? Like, but I'm just now starting to get to that point where I'm starting to yeah. put my nose into that stuff because mm-hmm. I also, you know. Do you do a good job of seeing the doctor yourself? No. Yeah, me either. No. I mean, I'm. it's totally a pot calling the kettle black situation. Like, I'm like, fuck no, doctor. Why would I go do that? If I'm not, like, hanging on by a thread, thinking I'm dying, like, I'm not going to the doctor. That's just how I live. The only thing I do pretty uh, regularly <laughs> And I and it's even saying that it's been three months now, but just seeing a therapist. Yeah. You know, That's like perfect. I I I, yep. I need to, to at least talk to somebody. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm so. a big believer in therapy. That was actually what helped me to get my shit together because I was whew, man, I had some family issues going on that was really playing into my own mental health, but then I had some bad relationships one after the other, and I really had to say, What the hell am I doing? Yeah. So I went to talk to somebody. I still go to see her even though I think I'm pretty good. I, the cognitive behavioral therapy works 
at the point when you're like, oh, I can solve my own problems now. But I just love talking to her. She's just yeah. she's so cool. Yeah, and you know, we just try to we're trying to foster because my son sees a therapist too, and we're trying to just foster an atmosphere in her house that it's like it's okay if you need to just talk to somebody that's not yeah. us. Yeah, right. Sometimes no, we, that's we better to, I mean, there are so many things I would not want to tell my siblings or my parents, but I can easily tell a third party that's mm-hmm. not going to be you know, judging me or anything like that. And honestly, I think everybody should do it, even though I sit here and say that, but I haven't done it. But as of lately, I have been feeling like it would be nice to tell somebody who I have no like personal connection with yep. otherwise that I feel like is not, you know, wouldn't be judgmental or something like that. There's a Lewis Center branch of the place that we go. You trying to get a referral credit or something? I'm not trying to give shit, man. I'm just you trying, trying to, to. You get I'm fucking points t- or no, something? No, I'm just telling you. Um, Providersforhealthyliving.com. <laughs> this video is sponsored by. No, wait till you get outside and see my car is wrapped. It's got a wrap. <laughs> did, did you know that if you uh, link up, there, there's people you can link up with, and if you do, they will pay your car payment. Yeah, just to roll around with a wrap on it, I know. and then when that's just paid off. You just peel that fucking wrap yep. off. That's yeah. crazy. I know I know a guy that had a brand new like Jeep, like a Rubicon, which I mean they're like fucking fifty or sixty grand. Yeah. And he was getting his car payment from this gym and they just wrapped his Jeep and he's like, Fuck it. I'll drive around this brand new wrapped car for free. That's crazy. For five years. Yeah. It's not a bad <laughs> shit. I'm like I'm like, I'm doing a thirty six month uh, <laughs> but uh no but talking about like health and how some people will do anything. So I was always fascinated by shows like House, right? Mm-hmm. Like the whole diagnostic. Did you ever watch House, Colin? You're fucking, you're fucking me up right now. I Whoa. cannot believe you didn't watch House. That's a great show. You know, I, the guy bugged me, but go ahead. Well, that's no, kind of the point it, yeah. of his character. Yeah, that was, he's supposed to annoy he's the people. Antagonist. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so I was always like, I, th- I thought those were very interesting because the – it sounded very legit. I mean, to somebody who doesn't know anything about shit, like it sounded super real. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could tell that whoever they, the correspondents they were working with were obviously medical people. It sounded cool. And I thought like, damn, do things like that really exist? Like these diagnostic centers that just take the cases that fucking nobody else can solve. And not only do they exist, but the person they had on there as like a correspondent runs this one and I saw a documentary on like Netflix or something the other day about essentially crowdsourcing medical diagnosis. And so you upload all of your shit and this like whole community of like medical professionals will just ideate on your shit and like try and figure out what's wrong with you. So it's like it's like ways for health in a way. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. There's one called CrowdMed and uh you upload your shit to it. And and I say this because my wife has been experiencing like a lot of random medical stuff mm-hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't fall into one box for anything. Like right. all of her and we, we I mean she she spent like a lot of time, effort, money trying to figure out what exactly is wrong and then out of nowhere like her symptoms just kind of went away and then they slowly started coming back. And it's like it's it's shit that's like it's not good stuff. And so she's trying to figure out what's wrong and they're like, "Oh, you have certain people that wanted to say, oh, it's this or this, it's all in your head or it's definitely this. And none of the none of the stuff is aligning. It's mm-hmm. nothing's 100 percent. That's what I experienced, too, which is why it's so crazy that I've been able to bring myself out of that because because yeah. people get stuck in that for years. Yes. And so did I, because I went to several doctors and I said, you know, I've got this heaviness in my legs every day. I can't run anymore. I feel sluggish. My brain is foggy. My joints are hurting. 
two doctors just sent me away and said, you're too young for this. Hmm. Okay, great. Thanks. So then I went to see a rheumatologist. Right, exactly. Like uh, women like to be told they look young, but I kind of like a diagnosis. Right, exactly. So then I saw the rheumatologist and I said, please just help me. And he goes, you know, your blood work's coming back completely normal, but I'm going to treat you anyway because maybe it just isn't showing up yet. So I appreciate on the one hand that he did treat me for something. But four years later, I was like, fuck this shit. I still feel like crap all the time. And then I just went to a homeopathic doctor, not expecting potions or magic or anything, but just asking for, tell <laughs> me what I'm missing. A, a bag of crystals. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just said, tell me what I'm missing. Is there something else that I'm overlooking that I could start with? And she's like, yeah, start with the food that you're eating. And turns out that's all I needed. But I should have done one of those diagnostic medical centers to send all. Maybe I should reverse engineer this and send them all my symptoms I was yeah. having before and see if they come to the conclusion. It, that it's, it's kind of cool food. because like you get a primary person who's essentially your liaison uh-huh. who is generally a retired doctor that is just at home chilling and will take all the things coming in and no, essentially just... and filter them out. Yeah, exactly. Hold right. They'll hold them about <laughs> waist level looking down at them. Uh, through their bifocals, and then they weed out the things that they don't think even remotely is a possibility, and they they just kind of help be that soft filter. And then within just a, a day, like you get you start getting things coming in the possibilities, and they it's not just like hey try this, it's like look for this, look for this, do a, a blood panel. The same blood panel will tell you this, uh, blah blah blah, and like they're I don't know, it's very fucking cool. So is it meant to be kind of like a so you have a better idea of what to even go to your doctor with? Yes. Um, and that's necessary sometimes. Yeah. Because most doctors are like, here's this pill. Just go take it oh, and yeah. get out of well, my Well, that's office. because these fuckers. Yeah. And I love my doctor, but, like, he's always got free samples or something. Yes. Because they got these medical sales professionals who are making yeah. 250 Gs a year. That's right. Who come because they're coming in and saying, hey, you pass this shit out. Well, also, we live in the world where the first thing you do when something's wrong is you Google it. Right. Right. And so before you've ever stepped foot in a hospital or anything, you're almost making your decision of which one to step in based on what your own research has told you. Which is always this is the worst thing ever and you're going to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If if fucking what's the online WebMD? Yeah. WebMD tells me I have cancer like every day. I'm like, turns out I needed Tums, (laughs) but it said it was cancer. No, it's not. It's not that. But you 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 can get really precise nowadays. And so, you know, when people do that, you have a lot more people that are skipping uh, you know, primary care and stuff like that. And they're going straight to specialists, but when, a specialist, what do they do? They specialize. Mm-hmm. They just look for things that fit inside their box. Right. right. And so when you're going to specialists and they don't find the specialty that they, they work on, they go, I don't know how to help you. Mm-hmm. And then they re- they refer you somewhere else. I have hit this thing twice. I was like, worried about that. Look, Colin's smiling. <laughs> he's oh, like, that's right, motherfucker. Like, it's in my head, it's like tally. Because usually yeah. you're the one accused he's typically, of that, right? He's typically the one that does that. Uh, um, th- that's one thing I like about the pediatrician we have for our kids is uh, they they will prescribe medication. They will do regular me- medical stuff, but it's always what's the natural or homeopathic solution mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Right. So it's like. It's like, yeah, we'll give your son a low dose of an ADHD anxiety med, but he also should take a supplement of zinc and omega threes, and he should change this mm-hmm. part of his diet. You know, it's right. like, it's like, yes, we'll augment it with medication because science exists and medication exists for a reason. Right. Mm-hmm. But focus first on natural health. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. That's good. I'm with that. I am with that. Speaking of, I, uh, uh, uh for the next, well, 
uh, is starting in October. I'm going to take October off of the old sauce. Why? Just feel, just feel like I could use. I've been drinking a lot. I've been drinking pretty heavily. Did, did your acne come back? Then you say that you get acne. Well, that's the thing. It's like I want to clean my skin up. I would huh. love. I would love to lose ten, twelve pounds. You know. Yeah. So cool. It's more or less just like get the get it out it's of the body reset. for a while. Yeah, it's a reset. I think that's good. And you to know, do. like uh, I don't know if they still do, but like Jordan and Meg, they used to do a um, once a month do a sober week. Like, I mean, like three weeks on, one week off. Okay, interesting. Which is a cool idea. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm trying to just kind of cleanse it out of me. So right right now, this weather that we're starting to have out here, you know, it's it's autumn now. This is where I want to drink every night. By the fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's thing. why it's hard. Like, this is a weird time to do that that's the sober. Thing. October is a good drinking month. Yeah. Uh, it is. And, but I, I, September has been so stressful and busy, and we've done all these trips and stuff. So I feel like I've just been on these, like, hit it really hard for three days and then, like, try and chill for a so, few days. So what are we doing on the podcast? We're not going to be drinking. You can drink? No. It's a, we're a collective team. We're about to get some zero calories. Totally kidding. Okay. First of all, I like Coke Zeros. Or we could do big fan. I have not We could do we could do like craft sodas. <laughs> oh, like some boiling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, let me just update. I can no longer get my coffees for ninety nine cents. <laughs> I was going to ask you yeah, about that. So here's what happened. I'm pretty sure their records indicated that they were selling none because oh. the shit wasn't in the system because they weren't swiping it, it through. Yeah. It, so they did two things. One, they moved them from the right side of the cooler to the left side of the cooler. And they put them on sale. And I was like, oh, shit, they're on sale. That means they would have had to do something in the system to make them on sale. Well, the first one I scanned was still fucked up. And I was like, oh, wow, they just put a ticket out here. They're still fucked up in the system. Next time I went, they were right. So Mm. I haven't drank one since. That shows you that I just didn't give that much fuck about the coffee because I'm still buying, you know, $5 pumpkin drinks from Starbucks. Yeah. Look, you're shaking your head at me. Yeah, fuck fuck the pumpkin shit. No, Have you had the cold brew, though? I haven't. That's, that's why I've you're saying I've been meaning it. to try that, so I'll let you know what I think. But speaking of Starbucks and cold brew, I was unaware until yesterday that there was a size larger than Venti. Trenta yes. or something like that, <laughs> yeah, right? I got Trenta. a Trenta cold brew yesterday. Yeah. Whoa. Brutal. Yeah. A lot of coffee. Yeah. Have you, do you do the Did nitro? Did you finish the, it? No. They won't, give you, they won't give you anything other than the grande. That's as high as they'll give you as the nitro. And universally, everybody thinks the nitro has more caffeine. Why? It has nothing to do with the makeup of it. It's all just about the, the nitrogen. It's, it's about the smoothness of it. I know. Everyone's like, oh, man, I had a nitro and I'm zooming. I'm like, you know, the blonde rose has more caffeine. And everyone's it's like, the word nitro. Like, it, nitro. Is, yes. it is. And everybody like looks at me and they're like, that's not true. And I'm like, Google it. Fucking Google it. And every Monday, time. Monday, Monday, Monday. Nitro time, cold brew. Exactly. I sit back and I just bask in the being rightness every time. Motherfuckers all think. You're that. ready to see space and time, motherfuckers. <laughs> what, what are you doing? I'm just doing like being stoked about caffeine. Nitro. I'm super stoked. On, uh, I'm super stoked on caffeine. Caffeine doesn't. I am super stoked it does on not. Caffeine. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't make me like. It doesn't jack me up the way it used to. That's what I should do. I should. I used to every once in a while, like when I'd be Oof. really hungover, I would just go, fuck it. I'm not going to drink caffeine today. I'm going to get the headache. It doesn't matter because oh, I'm already rough. hungover. And then I would take a few days off caffeine. Oh, I could oh my never God. do that. If I'm hungover, the first thing I need to do is like slam three coffees. No, nope, yeah. not me. I can't. Mm-hmm. I literally can't. I cannot. When I'm hungover, I can't drink or eat for, I don't know, 
from whenever I wake up until like 8.30 at night. And then – and my wife's the opposite. She wants to eat like a big-ass meal and chill, and then she's good. Not me. And you said you're the uh, you're the person who likes to like go sweat it out, like mow the lawn or something. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Not me. Dude, I want to fucking – just put me back to sleep and wake me up like 8.30 and give me a whole Donato's pizza, and I'm straight. I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm more on your side on this one. I accidentally drank an entire bottle of wine, and I will explain – but I accidentally drank an entire Tripped. bottle of wine. Tripped and fell. <laughs> yeah. No, somebody else, somebody else was pouring, and I didn't realize that the size of these glasses were larger than normal. And so she was pouring glass after glass. Usually with two glasses of wine, I'm good. These were two big, giant glasses of wine. Yeah. And, oh, my God. I could I had to metabolize that whole thing because I couldn't throw it up. So, Ugh. you know. Wait, why can't you throw it up? I it's this thing. I hate it so much that when even when I try to, my body suppresses it. So I, I was trying Man. to get it out of me. I am the but opposite. Two days it took me to recover from that. I, I could, was out. I could probably throw up right now. Like, I have it on, like, command. No way. Are you hungover? No. Oh, you mean just... You no, mean just in general. Uh, like, uh, if uh, I just... Uh, I can just get in my head and be like, it's got to go. Please like, don't. Like, <laughs> like fucking jackass shit? Maybe. <laughs> because you know they're all faking that shit. Uh, I, don't uh, I mean, not faking, but commanding it. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. like when they smell something and they're all like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they're throwing up like crazy. Yeah. You know, they're right. all doing that yeah. as a There's, there's show. a guy, you know, uh, Mike, Mike Lear. Yeah. He can throw up on command. Oh, I'm sure. I've fucking, oh. like, I'm not kidding. I've been standing outside of uh, bars and he's like, I'm going to throw on this person's shoe. I'm like, what? <laughs> and he'll just like, <laughs> this motherfucker. I saw him two weeks ago. I went to a show at, yeah. I went to a show at Bourbon Street and he was there and yeah. he's back in Ringworm. No shit. He's playing guitar now. Second guitar. I did he not was know bass that. before. Oh, wait, did he just didn't he just go on tour? Was that I could have swore he just went on tour with a different man. I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. All I know is, is that he he had a death metal like it was like a black blackened death metal band called uh, Eternal Bloodshed, and they were actually super sweet. Uh, we played a show with them, or no, when I was playing and playing bass in Northern Widows, we played a show mm-hmm. with them, and uh, they were awesome. But they broke up, and then he joined Ringworm on second guitar. Didn't know that. So. Uh, <laughs> I have to go back to him for just a second. No, Mike Lair is amazing. Yeah, he, uh, he, the dude also would just like rip farts on people. Like, did you, did, were you friends with him on Snapchat? No, I don't, I literally, I've never really had a Snapchat and oh, been able no. to understand it. Uh, That's where I'm like a there fucking was a minute. There yeah. was a minute there every single morning, you can go, keep going with your story, but ev- there was a minute there every single morning, because he like drives a truck, like mm. a distribution, for a distribution company or some shit like that. <laughs> every single morning, he's like, all these snaps, and he would send them to like people. So like, I yeah. was getting them. And he's like saying, he's like, rah, 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 and then the whole sort of, <laughs> right in the, I mean, like, all the time. Hilarious. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him throw up on people's shoes, oh like god. random people walking down the street. He's like, "I'm going to throw up on their shoes." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Or he would just like, uh, remember the stairwell when you go like uh, from High Street down to Bernie's? Yeah, Dude, I, I saw him coming up the stairs and stop, and then go walk in, and people go, "Oh my god!" Like he just stopped, <laughs> farted, and it was right in the face of just random people. Oh, oh my god. god! Yeah, he's too much. Oh Hilarious. Um. So Beth, yes. <laughs> Yes, Jeff. I was surprised to see you um, back working uh, yeah. in the location where you do work. That's right. Um, because I feel like you've kind of done what I always speculated people should do in the corporate corporate world, which is, you know, when you get into a company, you start making moves in the company. The company has no real 
uh, incentive to bump you up to where you should be. And that's a common complaint in the corporate world is, what the fuck? Like, you hired me. I'm inside the company. I bring all this company knowledge. And then you hire this person from outside the company and you paid them more. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand that. And that's that's a really common thing. It is. So I've been rocking with the same company for greater than 10 years. Meanwhile, you have jumped around quite a bit Mm -hmm. and even pursued some – I, I don't know if it was joint careers, maybe? Joint. Were you doing like the real estate thing or something? Oh, that was something I was doing on the side, testing the waters a little bit yeah. to see if I wanted to do that. Nope. No, not for you? Not for me. Uh, yeah. Dealing with the public that closely, not a good idea. So was in your experience, like was it good to go to other companies? Do you feel uh-huh. that it was valuable? Extremely What, what valuable. was valuable about it? And I asked because I'm actually really curious. I kind of I want to leave. Like I kind of – I asked because I'm – yeah, looking. <laughs> I, I'm honestly like I'm I'm always looking. Collins said this before. Like I'm always looking. Like what's my next move? How can I monetize this? What can I do? Like I'm curious. Like what was uh, what was the big benefits about leaving? Well, I've left twice and come back twice. And the first time, it was because just like you described, I'd been there for so long, I only got incremental raises, and I knew that I was so far undervalued. Mm. I just Googled salary for my title in this area. And I was underpaid by $25,000. So I went to my boss and I said, this is what I think you need to pay me. If not, I'm going to look elsewhere. She said, I can't pay you that. So I said, all right. So I started looking. And then HR called me and did an exit interview. I got the offer. I asked to match it. They said no. So I said, all right, I'll leave. And HR said, wink, wink. We kind of know that a lot of people leave and come back. So you're leaving on good terms if you ever want to come back. Just think of us. That's right. So, that's a you're valuable to us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Funny story, though. I ended up coming back nine months later to the same department, and they did pay me to match the salary that they had paid me externally. So what they couldn't do nine months ago, they wanted me back. It's, so. it's just a it's just a bureaucratic it, it is. portion it's, of it. Like they they can't justify. We've already got this person. I can't justify bringing them up to where market value is for them, mm-hmm. but they can justify paying somebody that, but just not bringing one of their already hired people right. up to it. it. Because it opens up Pandora's box. Oh, yeah. All the other employees on the team have to be made whole as well. well so. I, I made that statement the other day on LinkedIn. I said uh, companies that are uh, secretive and that don't openly that, – that don't promote openly talking about your salaries with your coworkers are companies that are – Probably not evenly paying people mm-hmm. across the board. Right. Um, do you, have you ever worked for a company like that that just openly tells everybody what everyone else makes? No. That's you know that's a big popular thing. My that's hu- starting to be like a big thing now. Well, my husband does because he's a teacher, so they all know what. Yeah. Everybody else that's makes. Stupid. You, well, you say that, but there's a lot of uh, data science behind it that says that companies that do that they put everything on level playing field. You have a you can present like your case and say, oh no. This person, I'm doing what that person's doing. There, there's case there, right? And there's pain. There's some big companies that do it too. I feel like a lot of big companies do it. Who who does that shit? I don't know. There, does there's Google a big one. Do that? It might be like Google or Amazon or someone. There's somebody sure big that fucking do. does that. But there's a lot of data science behind. Um, fuck, but fuck data science. Yeah, fuck. That's stupid. Yeah. yeah, fuck, fuck all that. Well, that wasn't the only valuable thing that came out of that. I mean, obviously, when I went the first time I left the company I went to, I was so bored. So freaking bored because Mm. I couldn't – I'm used to a fast-paced environment and I kept asking for more things to do. And I was like, Mm, I just can't – I can't do this. So then I started (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not me. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. What? You're gonna pay me how much to do less? Like, no. Like, oh, I got a phone. So I will. I'll stay busy. I got a phone. Here's the thing, though. You can't really tell people that you're bored. Oh and hell no! If I'm sitting on my phone all day long, that makes me not want to go into work. Then I realize all the things that I could be doing if I were at home. Being bored at work is probably the worst thing for me. I've uh, I would, I would prep for um. I'd prep for this podcast more. Yeah, there you go. That's what I would do. I would sit back and like actually do some prep work. <laughs> Colin don't do shit. I'm surprised you even got in the Trello board. Motherfucker. <laughs> what? I don't do shit. I show up here and I talk. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much what a podcast is. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I still remember like, I, you know, I'm one of those people that like I can half ass things, but. A half-ass things better than some people whole-ass them. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and sure. so uh, I did a lot of thinking when I was starting this podcast. Like I, I was like, man, I, I had all these like concepts and ideas, and like I had a, a whole different name and everything. And it wasn't until I posted and was like, would anybody want to do this? And can you meet these six criteria? And Colin's like, all but one. <laughs> what was the one? I don't fucking know. I'll have to look back through it and figure out what it was, but. I think you said something like all but one or I meet most of those or some shit. And then once I read that, I was like, dude, Colin would be the greatest person to start a podcast with. Fuck it. Got a new idea. And like these three or four months of preparation for the other podcast, just threw that shit out the window. Had to delete. I deleted like all the things associated with it and just changed it over. Heckin' Cool Dads. And here it is. 20 fucking five episodes later. Still got me just fucking showing up. (laughs) Just showing up. That's it, just showing up. Showing up and bringing the Tecates. Yeah. Um, so the second time I left and came back was very similar, kind of weirdly, <clears throat> except for the fact that I actually missed working at my current job. I missed it. I missed the people. I mm. missed the job. So what I learned at the other place I went to, which was a competitor, I learned that the company that I'm working for now has pretty good technology. And if I'm a person who wants to work in IT, that's where I got to be. So it was kind of nice coming back. And I learned kind of what I want out of my career right now, which is, I think, more important than the salary jump. But I had another conversation with human resources and they said, yeah, we know that people leave and come back all the time. Like, no, I did not mean to do this. I didn't leave just to get a raise. Oh, sure. Yeah, we know. I'm like, seriously, I just wanted to come back, but I've better prioritize what I want. And what I want out of my career now is actually to like the people that I work with. And not that I didn't like the people that was at, that were at the other place, but I just missed all the fun that we had together. Yeah. With the people that I am, I'm with now. So that's, uh, I think that's where I'm at too. Like years ago, like I had kind of this amount in my mind that I was like, I feel like I'd be happy as an adult if I made X amount. And then once I made X amount, I was kind of like, all right, now my priorities can switch. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop just looking for the job that pays me X amount and just know that from here on out, I just want to like the job. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's yeah, great. I was talking with my dad about this the other night because uh, I, I like what's making the clicking. It's probably you. Me? I don't know. Um, it's fine. Uh, but uh, you were talking with your oh dad yeah, the I was other talking night. with my dad about this the other night, and because it's funny because I I I gave up on those dreams a long time ago, as far as the. 
I the last time I had a thought of man, this will show you how long ago it was. The last time I had a thought about in that similar thing was you know what? Once I'm married and have kids and you know stuff like that, I'll be happy if I'm making forty grand a year. Oh, oh wow. man, it's been a long time. Yeah, and uh, um, but you know it's it's just. Uh, my my priorities changed. It's like, yeah, we we're broke sometimes. Yeah, things get tight. Yeah, we have a lot of debt from, uh, you know, being a millennial, uh, in two thousand eight through two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a lot of debt because we were fucked by the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, to me, fulfillment and finding joy in what I do is so much more important than how much I get made, how much I get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love to get paid more money than I do now, but I also get paid a lot more than people who, my age, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. it's like, I, I just want to feel fulfilled. I, I, I don't want to feel on Sunday night, like that GTA meme. Oh shit. Here we go. Yeah, here again. we go again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just don't want to, I don't want to feel that dread of going to work. Yep. That's what I, I want the, I want joy that comes with my, with my work. Money is a added bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I I feel the same way, but I do feel that if I j- somehow dropped below a certain amount, I'd go back to panic mode. No, see, that's, sure. and we've talked about we've talked about this before. Is I just don't even I don't even think that way. No, because because honestly, like, which even, is fine. Like, I think it makes sense. I just my brain doesn't work that way. My, mine doesn't either, for the most part. But I also think that's maybe because I don't feel that I'll ever be, you know, just getting by anymore, right? Yeah. Be, because like I feel like I have transferable skills now, and you know, yeah. yada yada. Absolutely, I would recommend if you have the opportunity to leave and come back, or to just leave, mm. do it. What do you have to lose? You have a great job now, right? Yeah. I, so I, it doesn't I, tentatively, to... tentatively, I have in my brain, I have um, an idea of when I'll start putting feelers out there. Because, yeah. like, several times I've been going to leave and just didn't. One time I actually went through five interviews and got the job. And it was right when this, like, suit, you know, had a lot going on at home. And, like, you know, my brother in law had just killed himself. And so, like, in my mind, I was like, damn. I'm going to pass that job up. This is not the right time to be switching jobs. Like I got to be there for my wife and yada, yada. So I went in the work with the intention of telling them, Hey, look, sorry, I'm going to, or I, sorry to put you through all the bullshit, but I'm actually going to stay because I needed like, I needed that familiarity. I needed the the seniority to be able to go, Hey, I'm going to just kind of work from home this week. I needed all that. And before, before I even got anything out of my mouth, they're like, Hey, uh, you're very valuable to what we're doing and yada, yada. And we're going to match your offer. Damn. And I was like, Oh shit. So I actually got the best of both worlds where they That's matched good. me to stay. Um, and I didn't have to leave. And then I still had, you know, all my bullshit. That's great. Um, so two things, one, Holy shit. I've got some fucking tan lines on my ankles. Anybody wear socks? Like, is it everybody just rocking no socks? I got socks on. You got socks? Let me see what you got. Oh, yes, you got that. These are Sierra socks, actually, because I couldn't find any of my short so, socks. B- before you were rocking the, the Jordan 1s. So they have pink Hanes on them. On the bottom? Yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah. so before you were rocking the Jordan 1s, you, you had on, like, some low-cut shoes all the time. Vans, yeah. Okay, do you wear socks with those? No. Okay. I don't know why, but I cannot not wear socks. 
That's, I that's fucking clear. I hate the feeling that sweaty feeling. Every time I get them, I'm like, I need to get some of those no show socks. And that's then I what don't. I finally bought my first pair, and so like I'm wearing my low cut fucking shoes again. But oh my god, I have fucking tan lines around my ankles. It's the weirdest shit. Look at this. Oh yeah. Look at that. I got the whitest feet ever. And yeah, then, but yeah, but do you have? Do you have short shorts tan lines? No, no. <laughs> I, my my tan lines up there do end a little closer to the knee. Okay. You got the shorty boys on. Um. Yeah. These are these are the little ones. Um. Sorry. <laughs> these are the. That's not. I mean. I actually. You it, have some shorter ones. The beige ones are shorter, aren't they? No, the beige ones are they're about an inch longer. Um. But the funny thing is, though, this is maybe TMI. Not really. But like I. These uh, boxer briefs I have on, I actually have to like push them up because they're longer <laughs> than the shorts. You know, you can buy different boxer briefs. No, I I know, I know that. They I got just, the long I have, and the short. I have a handful of pairs that are longer, and this was all that was left today because I'm in the middle of doing it's all of our laundry, laundry day, huh? Yeah, it's laundry day. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so no, so I'm going to switch topics just for a minute. Um, You're like Colin started talking about his legs again. So. No, no, no. <laughs> we we all love Colin's legs. Here, I'll push the beer closer to you. I do keep. I do oh. keep looking in the in the thing, and it's just like Jesus. It's like it's like legs. <laughs> yeah. Days. Well, you see, I got my fucking fast food, my junk food. I, That's I awesome. love it. That's I, uh, I I was randomly like, okay, so in my department, in my old apartment, um, we were business casual most of the time, and then dressed out on Friday, right? Yeah. Uh, and so like I was like, oh man, a fast food shirt. Like I'm buying a fast food shirt for a fucking, you know, normal normal dress on Friday, or what's it called, casual Friday? That's the word. Yeah. Um, so, I, dude, I don't, I don't need it anymore. We're casual every casual day. Every Normal day. dress Friday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Regular just, guy clothes Thursday. It's just Friday. Yeah, now. it's just Friday. Um, but I forgot I had this fucking shirt, and I, I put it on. And I was like, man, this thing's. I love this shirt. I'm gonna mm-hmm. wear this more often. Um, anyway, so I was outside today. What the fuck was I even talking about? Because I'm about to switch gears again. Did I say I was gonna switch gears and never go into it? Yeah. Good, because I have no idea what I was. Good. Doing. Uh, <laughs> I was outside today and I was trying to teach Hayden um, how to throw a football because I realized there are some fundamental things that dads do um, that I have not been doing. And sports is one of them. So when we moved up there, I've said this before, he's like the artsy kid. You know, we came from schools around here where like a lot of the parents are like millennials and tattooed and into some type of either art or music or something. Uh, So he went around, he was around kids that were the same. Up here in the new school district, it's all sporty kids. All sporty kids everywhere, as far as the eye can fucking see. They wear, like, Under Armour and shit like that. And it was a culture shock to him the first it, when he was there in third grade. And fourth grade, it was still a little different. Um, fifth grade, it's getting a little better. He's starting to show interest in it. So now I'm like, man, you are really far behind on this whole sports thing. I need to show you how. Trying to throw a football with him today mm. was painful. It was painful because to watch. Because he sucks at it? No. Or because he sucks at it? Because he sucks at it. It was. He doesn't listen to this, does he? Uh, he might, but he, I told him he sucked at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, but I gave him a bunch of tips. Um, the point I was trying to make is not only that he sucked football, but he used to not take any constructive criticism from me. I could say, hey, I see how you're doing it. Why don't you try it this way? He would try it. He'd fail at it. His perfectionist tendencies would kick over and go, I, you know, I can do it better this way. I want to do it this way. And I go, but that way is weird and the wrong way. That's not the traditional way to do it. He didn't care. 
because the completion was closer to perfection and he has perfectionist tendencies, Mm -hmm. which I guess is really common with like kids that are um, gifted. Yeah. So um, through the last couple of years, we have seen that hit its peak and now I'm starting to see it dial back. Hmm. So we already had our first meeting with the teacher because we have these like, um, you know, three, maybe four times a year, even outside of uh, open house. We go in and meet with the guidance counselor. We meet with the principal. We meet with his gifted teacher and we meet with his homeroom teacher and immediately walking in. They were like, he's amazing. Listen to the shit he wrote. Like they were reading us things he wrote. And I'm like, oh, my God, this kid's a genius. Like he he is so well-spoken and so articulate. Uh, at his age, they're like, we have we have no one even close to writing like he is and reading. Um, but I think all that comes from he's more receptive and more open to try things without the fear of failing. And we're actually seeing a greater success because of it. So out there today, trying to throw the football and I'm throwing, you know, I'm throwing these like spirals to him and he's like not really catching it. And then they're he's like, throwing perfect spiral. After perfect <laughs> I, fucking spiral. Yeah, it's like I was like, Tom you know, Brady. I told him to fucking. Uh, run a whatever formation and you know he didn't Tore even know what that was shirt off. yeah i ripped my shirt completely <laughs> off um, and then everyone said put it back on uh no so i was like throwing to him he wasn't really catching it you could see he's like really scared of the ball and he's like he's like flinching up and c- kind of grabbing it and then not and then throwing it was just a whole nother story and i would give him tips without hesitation he was just trying every tip and before we got done i was like he was starting to get it and I don't know how you guys were as kids, but I am—I was the exact same way. I figured out the way that I could do it. That was it. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to yeah. do. You the same way? Yeah. Yeah? Are mm-hmm. you still that way? Kind of. In what regard? Do you have a specific example? <clears throat> when I learn how to do something, it is generally like, no, I, 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 I want something to do something the way it works in my head so i just figure out how to do that for instance like i don't play the guitar and i would say a necessarily traditional way like i couldn't it's really hard for me to just like do chords and switch chords and stuff like that shit me you know what i mean but it's like i have taught myself how to play guitar in the way that i make it sound like i want it to sound poorly but you know what i mean yeah so yeah i totally get that not only do i understand what you mean i know exactly what you mean because that's me I don't know shit about shit when it comes like to somebody guitar. Couldn't, if somebody said, could you play a ASUS 7? Oh, fuck you. Yeah, I'm like, what <laughs> fret is that? Give me the number. I work off of fucking tabs here. <laughs> do you have uh, Do you have examples? Do you do that? Or are you more, slightly, were you always more open? Slightly different. I will not do anything until I am ready to fail at it. Oh, so and you got to mentally prepare. I have to mentally huh. prepare. So my mom liked to tell this story when I, when I was a kid. It took us to the playground. My, and I have a, an older brother and an older sister. And I would not want to go on the slide because I saw my brother go up and he went down the slide and then fell on his butt. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So they tried to get me on this. I was kicking and screaming. So they just let me be by myself. And what I did was I watched both of them go up and down the slide until I could figure out how to do it without falling. And so then when nobody's looking, I climb up and I'm going up So it's up really, and down. it's like studying it. And going, studying okay, it, yeah. there, Okay. You know, I... When I, I think I may have talked about this at one point, but when I showed Sierra how to use or how to drive a stick, she wanted to learn how to drive a stick. And this was when uh, I was in Kingsblood and we were practicing at the the Mike Lair, Mark Evans spot. You know what I'm talking about in Hilliard. Yeah, I was there. I practiced there. You did? Yeah. 
kept tragic practice there. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know what episode, what season. <laughs> um. So you you were intimately familiar with being at practice, and then somebody else just show up and start watching porn on the couch. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Nice. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I took her to that parking lot and uh, said, "Okay, you're you know showed her around, and uh, I was like, okay, your turn." Five minutes, she had it, didn't stall once, and I was like, "What? How? Yeah, like it took me a week to lock this in." And she goes, "I've just been watching you for the last two weeks." Right. That's it. So it's, <laughs> it's funny that you chose that specific example because that's actually a story we could have had uh, when we had Kyle on here. So, uh, man, Kyle has put up with so much, so much fucking Jeff. He's put up with all of all of me for so many years. <laughs> Uh, the dude is so patient, apparently, because every time I get on here now, I'm starting to think of more ways that I was just a turd to Kyle. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he got a Jetta, and it was a stick. He couldn't drive stick. His uncle made him, like, keep it in the apartment complex parking lot and, like, go all around there. <laughs> yeah, for, like, weeks. Oh my for God. fucking weeks, right? And, like, he wasn't allowed to go anywhere. And then finally he was allowed to, like, drive away. Well, I grew up riding dirt bikes, so I already had the concept of clutch, and I watched my brothers and everybody, and so I had it. So, again, I was – this is when Kyle had a geo tracker, which, oh, my God. Oh, wow. Stick shift geo tracker? Stick oh, shift geo tracker. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought of another story about that. Let me tell you a minute. Hang I on. had it's like a, a story about tyke. a geo It is, but Kyle's a little tyke. Ah! <laughs> so it, was like, it was a perfect size vehicle. Anyway, I'm giving him shit. I'm like, come on, Kyle. Dump the clutch, Kyle. Like, let's peel out in this bitch. And he's like – you know, he's basically telling me, like, it's not easy to drive a stick. Like, you have to focus. And I'm like, fuck that. I could drive a stick. It's the same thing that happened with the golf. I was fuck you, just- Kyle. <laughs> I can hit a golf ball. And he's like, you know what? We're going right now. He took me over to Burliner uh, and gets out. And he goes, okay, here's what you do. I go, fuck you, Kyle. I know what to do. <laughs> like, I was just such a dick all the time. I was just like, and just took off, shifting gears. And he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, man. I just felt like it was going to be easy. And it was easy. And he's like, go up here. Turn it off. Do it again. Now take off. Taking off is the hardest part. I was like, mm. he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, you want me to drive home? I'll never forget. I learned how to drive a stick in a 85 Mazda RX-7. Okay. So it's a little tiny sports car. Rear wheel drive. Really light. Okay. Yeah. The first time, because when you're learning to drive a stick, the first time you roll back on a big hill, I mean, oh. you roll back at almost every light. Yeah. That's yeah. not even. But the first time you roll back on a big hill oh, is like yeah. terrifying. Yeah. It's like it feels like <laughs> yeah. dude, you always peel out. Dude, and so I'm in a sports car that's rear wheel drive with no weight in the back. Yeah. And I freaked and just <laughs> and, and it was like oh my it God. was like watching a sh- like a drag race. <laughs> it was like <laughs> I mean it was like just tearing I, I that shit. I did the same up. thing in my brother's Ford Ranger. <laughs> just tearing I mean, that shit up. Because a truck, it was yeah. also rear wheel. Yeah. And it had nothing. It's just a truck bed. Yeah. And so I remember where I was when this happened. I was getting off of 104 at 23 right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was sitting there, and I was doing the thing where, like, you're just barely letting off the uh, clutch a little bit. And it's like, mm-hmm. and I was kind of keeping myself. And then I kind of, like, I was, like, looking in my uh, side mirrors just to kind of see are there cars behind me because I was panicking. It was just tipped enough to where if I would have just held the clutch in, I would have rolled back. And I felt like they were too close. And so I was doing the thing where I just give it a little gas, let off the clutch. And mm-hmm, I'm staying there. And then as I'm looking in the mirrors, I noticed the cars in front of me were gone. I was like, oh, shit, the light turned. Ah! And I let off, dude. I fucking squealed, turned the corner, squealed, fishtail. was like, <sighs> I was panicking. 
No, but the let me go back because the story I thought about the geo tracker, I I don't remember this coming up when Kyle was here. Did did we ever talk about when his stereo got stolen? No. no. Okay. So he was living uh, in the dorms. He was going to OSU, and so back then, you know, because Kyle's old as fuck too. Uh, back then, you had to park like I don't know a mile. Tread carefully, by the way. Yeah, well, I'm older than Kyle. <laughs> I know, but I'm older than both of you. Eh, maybe. Um, so he had to park like a mile away, I'm right? The youngest. Yeah, Kyle's. Or I mean, Colin's young. Um, he had to park like a mile away. Well, he shows up, and this is when we were hanging out all the time. Like we would show up to the dorm to get him, or we. I'd, I I don't even know if I had a car at the time, so I'm like, Kyle, come get me. So he goes to get his car from the lot. And he had the soft top on the geo tracker, and somebody had cut it, climbed in. He's like, "Fuck, man, my stereo's gone!" Oh <laughs> and so he's like, God. "Shit." Anyway, uh, he's driving. He goes, "What does that smell?" Oh, somebody's shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they. <laughs> so not only did they steal his stereo, but they shit on the floor. Oh my god! In the back. Oh my god! Oh my god. Which like. I mean, oh, it's it's hard to even like it's hard to ride in the car for that because you're like, man, some rando just Somebody pooped in your car. DNA sitting yeah. right here oh, next geez. to me. Oh. But is that crazy? Oh, I can't. My God. I cannot believe that of all the things that we talked about last time, we didn't talk about Someone's the geo tracker. Someone's stealing the stereo. I was like, oh shit, hold on. And oh, I, no, have I gotta to do this right now. I gotta <laughs> do it right now. Right now. See, and then it makes you wonder. It's like it's like uh, what came first, right? The chicken or the egg? It's like, <laughs> did they really have to shit? And they were like, oh, a stereo. <laughs> All the time they spent squatting I in really, that position, they're really staring at it. Like, I really have to shit, so I'm gonna like, cut through the soft top on this geo tracker. Yeah, yeah, what color I mean, was it? Red. Uh, okay, we, uh, like because geo- the thing about geo trackers that's amazing is like half of them are like fucking late '80s, early '90s Saved by the Bell colors. Yeah, with like yes. fucking. My the, cousin had the, one. The yeah, it was like jazz a on the color. side. Yeah, Just jazz. Yes, you know, like- I, I know what you're talking about. The squiggly lines, the wavelength. Yeah. Yes, yeah. my cousin had a Giga Tracker. So six- jazz on the side. <laughs> I know, I know. That's that's going to be the name of the episode. Jazz on the side. There you go. So, sixteen-year-old oh, me, first time I ever drove drunk was in a Geo Tracker mm. because I was the least drunk of all of us, drinking with my cousin and my sister and a couple of my cousin's friends, and she had a purple Geo Tracker. Oh my god! Yeah, that I will never forget that night. What, what was your first car? Uh, let's see. Well, technically, my first car that was mine was a Chevy Cavalier. The first car I ever drove, Do you remember the color though, and the year? Yes. It was a red 98 Cavalier. Jesus. See, yeah. and that's that's crazy because you said you're older than me, but my first car— I'm turning 40 in about three and a half weeks. My first car nice. was yeah. significantly older than yours. Yeah. <laughs> my first car—I got my first car in, the two, in 2000. I was 18. I did not take my driver's test when I was um, 16. I got mine in 2000 when I was 17. I waited, got it. Uh, what was yours? Did we talk about this before? What was your first car? A 1984 Volvo GL station wagon. Well, that's nice. Mine was an 84 Toyota Corolla. Nice. It was gold. Very nice. Or champagne, I believe. Those fucking... My grandparents had an 83 Corolla, and it it got destroyed in a uh, in a accident, but... I bet it still rode. I bet it still rode. Had it not, that thing had uh, 650,000 miles on it. Jesus. That, see, you will not get that Because they drove to They drove from Edmonton, Alberta to Tampa, Florida and back every year, twice. So, my 84, uh, my brother 
one of my brothers, he always had like a, a fairly nice car <clears throat> or a couple of them. He had a, but he had a Corvette that he only drove in like, you know, the spring and the what summer. Year? Uh, it was like a, a Malibu it, Barbie Corvette? No, like it a, was like, it was a newer one. Oh, okay. It was, an, it was <laughs> the newer one that has like the squarish kind of back. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was thinking like, when you said my brother had a Corvette, I'm thinking like 1992 fucking nah. classic, mm-hmm. like on every yeah. poster on every boy's right. wall Corvette. No, it was, it was after they changed the back of them and stuff. Um, anyway, so he had that and then he had, um, I don't know what he had later, but he bought this to be a winter car. He paid $400 for it. I was like, hey, if it lasts through the winter, it did its job, right? So after the winter's up, he's like, uh, you can have it. Like, it, I don't, I don't need that. It was a $400 car. You can have it. So he gives it to me. Man, I fucking abused the shit out of the thing. Like, as any 18 year old would that didn't this have is the a Corvette? job. Fuck no. No, what was the car? The 84 Toyota Corolla. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. He, okay. he bought it to not have to drive his Corvette in the winter and shit. I see, I see. And I it see. lasted through the winter, so he I gave it to me. On that. Anyway, so he gives it to me. Obviously, I don't do anything except put gas in it. Like, why would I maintenance a car? I'm 18. I'm not maintenancing this car. There's There'll be no oil changes. I mean, fuck it. It doesn't even need wipers. If a bulb goes out, fuck that bulb. Like, I don't care about shit. I would give friends rides, and then I would literally find change in the seat. That's what went in the gas tank. I wasn't driving. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't have a job. I had, like, ways to make money, but I didn't have a job, right? So I didn't have a just, just an income to just... Psh- Put gas in a car? Come on. No. Somebody was giving me gas money. Anyway, this fucking car, it had this issue that started probably from, you know, my lack of maintenance where once it got warmed up, so I, I could actually see like the temperature gauge. It was fine when I first started it. I'd go, I'd drive around. The moment that bitch got in the center mm-hmm. and was warmed up. Operating temperature. Yes. Op- is that what that's called? Yes. Once it got to operating temperature, <laughs> it would... uh it would start sputtering and like try and shut off. And so I'd come up to like a stop sign and I'd have to throw it in neutral and go <laughs> like kind of take off. And then it would get, it had this little, like I call it throwing a fit. And once it was like done throwing a fit after like five minutes of me working past it, it was fine for the day all the way fine. It was some sensor. It was like a fucking, I don't know. I never oh, trust those things anymore. Sensors. I was going to say, I was going to say it needed the fuel injectors clean, but. No, it was a thousand percent fine. If I could get it past that, I would even sometimes like I would just if I wasn't going anywhere important, I knew it had this problem. So I baked this into all my time. I'd pull over and just sit there and just broom, 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 just and just work through it. And then finally I could let off and be like, it's fine. It's idling. Just fine. OK, I'm good. And I was good for the day. It would not do it again. It happened from the time I got warmed up for about five or six minutes. And then it was fine for the day. What's oh, the scariest I- shit? That has happened to you while driving. Oh, oh God. My God. I have a story. I had a really bad one that it fucking happened yesterday. Or was it yesterday? It was either yesterday or the day before. I was on my way to the gym. It's late as fuck. It's probably like 1130. Uh, and I'm kind of spacey. Um, I'm just driving. I'm not expecting much. And all of a sudden, a guy starts merging over. And I just <gasps> I like saw it last fucking minute, swerved over into the berm, hit the gnarliest pothole. And I mean, it could have been, that could have been the fucking end of me right there. Yeah. The second scariest thing is I was driving to Cleveland with Kyle. We have the windows down and a semi truck tire blows out right next to us. So th- that was the loudest thing. Like I thought we were all dead. It was like, and it just echoed into the car. I've been terrified to drive by some semis ever since. And I mean, that was like, I was probably 18, 19. 
Wow. Ye- it's fucking terrible. What about you? I have two. One uh, is uh, the second scariest was I had a a 64 AMC Rambler, and uh, that was my daily driver because uh, it was one of those things where it was like I was all about the idea of having a classic car that I drove through the winter like they did yeah. in the 60s. You know what I mean? And um, it was in the wintertime, and I was coming down the hill on Broad Street by the DMV, by the BMV. You know what I'm talking about? DMV or BMV? This is Ohio, so it's called the BMV. Um, in Michigan, it's called the Secretary of State's office. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I was coming down that hill. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The hill on Broad Street. Yep. And uh, hit a patch of ice, black ice, rear-wheel drive, heavy fucking car. Start going sideways. That thing starts swinging. And it got to the point where it was like, I was a 180, like I was, I was perpendicular with the road and then swung and perpendicular with the road the other way and then swung. Oh and, and I was like, this is it. This is it. This car is done. I'm going to crash. I'm going to get hurt because it's a car from the 1960s. Oh, you're not going to get hurt. And I'm going to go through the fucking window on this thing because it only had lap belts. Oh, yeah. that's true. You know, right. and like. Damn, they, they only had a lap belt? I had to install the lap belts because it was before there was a law in place and there was grandfathered in. So it had no seat belts. It had no belts. no seat belts. What happens if you get pulled over with that? Because it's grandfathered, it's grandfathered in. Grandfathered in. Good. And I'm good. It's a classic car. They can't do shit about it. Holy shit. And uh, anyway, so it's swinging back and forth. Some miraculous thing. There was no other cars around me. And I was able to correct it. But it was terrible. I mean, I, I was shook for like three hours. Mm. Okay. So, but the, the most, the scariest thing was in my Volvo, my first car, I was 17 years old, so I'd only had it for a few months. I'm on 28th Street in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is like uh, like Broad Street out in Galloway or Hilliard. You know, like out. So it's like a state route. Four, five lane road. Yeah. Lots of businesses, fast food joints, malls, shit like that. It's like yeah. one of the main drags uh, through Grand Rapids. Going twenty uh, down 28th Street, 45 miles per hour, and I needed to turn off onto the street coming up. I was heading somewhere. I don't know where I was going, but I needed to turn off on the street and I hit the brakes. I smelled like a burning sound or burning smell, like a rubber burning smell. Hit the brakes. I'm going 45 miles per hour in a heavy ass car. Pedal goes straight to the floor. No resistance. Zero brakes. Okay. And I was just like, (gasps) and immediately panic. Just, I just got like, I just like, holy shit, what am I going to do? And for some reason, you know, uh, this was the one section of this street where there was maybe a mile and a half with no lights. Oh my God. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. and so I'm like, I put my hazards on and I was just going like this and I'm a kid. I had only been driving for like six months. So I'm not thinking like, you know, downshift to two and one with the automatic, you know, I'm not thinking that way. I'm panicking. So I just, by the grace of God, there was no cars and no lights around me. And I finally got it. It was about 22, 23 miles per hour. And I saw an empty parking lot and I fucking just (laughs) jacked this thing. I can't believe I didn't roll it. I just went and just like went into this parking lot and I just went and I just went in a circle until it slowed down enough that I could just throw it in park. And it was just like, you know, and I was just, but I mean, I was like, I was scared to drive for days. I mean, it was brutal. Yeah. When you said go in the parking lot and go around, it reminded me of speed 
with Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, he gets exactly, all, yeah, exactly. What's he at a like yeah. airport or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, below yeah. fifty five. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like that. What about you? What, what was a your, great movie? Yeah, yeah, that is a good super movie. underrated. Speed two is yes. so bad though. Oh, Garbage. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to my ninety eight Cavalier, the reason that that was the first that wasn't the first car that I drove, but my siblings and I had to share a car, so technically that Dodge Aries was not mine. It was an eighty nine, I think. So Easter Sunday, my senior year of high school, we are driving to my grandma's house. My brother, my sister and I had picked up my brother at Bowling Green the night before. The car was overheating. My mom was like, eh, happens a lot. Going back to the story that you told, Jeff, it's like, that's kind of what happens to this car. Yeah. So we didn't think much of it, but then we're all three going to my grandma's house the next day. The car overheats. We're on 71 Easter Sunday, lots of traffic. We pull over. My brother pops the hood. Smoke just starts billowing out. He's like, oh, shit. So what do we do? We're stuck in the middle of nowhere. There, It's that patch of 71 where there's nothing. There's no exits. There's no nothing yeah. out there. Like, so, are you talking about north? Yeah. 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 So we just were kind of like, okay, what do we do? So we ended up calling this my This was mom. obviously before cell phones. So you had well, my mom had just given us her cell phone. Oh, no shit. Or ju- it was just a coincidence. She was like, you know, I'll just take this in case something happens. Oh, my God. But she had just gotten that damn thing. So. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, they were probably relatively new. Very new. Right? Yeah. This was 1998. So yeah. Very, yeah. very new. I got my first cell phone in 2000. Yep. Same here. 2001. Yep. Baby. You're just a baby, Colin. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah. So then, um, so smoke's billowing out. He says, let me just give in a minute. And then he notices the paint starting to peel on the top of the hood. He's like, get the fuck out. Get out. Oh, shit. Oh, so fuck. Yeah. That's so, bad. <laughs> so we, we step back, you know, about 20, 20 feet or whatever. And he goes, this is not going to end well. Do you have anything in the car? I was like, my book bag's in there. I'll, that's back when we actually thought, if you don't turn in your books at the end of the year, you're going to get thrown in jail or some shit like that. That's what they convince you of. So I'm thinking, I need my what, book like bag. like college or high no, school? No, high school. I mean, high school. Okay. Back, you know, we all thought that. If you I, don't I mean, turn I didn't. Books, that's why. <laughs> well, you're, I barely you're, went. I mean... <clears throat> Okay. Well, yeah, you're, that's, that's a little different. Yeah. But yeah, so I was like, I need my book bag. So my brother goes back to get it, and my sister flips out. She's like, oh, my God, you're going to die. He gets my book bag. We ended up calling, I don't know, fire, whatever. And by the time the, fi- the fire truck shows up, the car is completely gone. It had burned from the front all the way almost to the gas tank. They stopped traffic on 71 because they knew it could explode if oh, this shit. fire got – that thing was gone. And yeah, oh, considering it was I've it was a holiday, there was so much traffic that was backed up. You always see and that so, shit when you're going on the freeway and you see like a car shaped black spot yes, on the yeah. side and you're like, that person had a bad weekend. Been there, done that. It was awful. That was that was scary. But that's why I ended up getting my Cavalier because that car was gone. The three of us had no car to drive. So I was like, well, yeah, it's about time. Let me get my own car. So I was with Kyle. We ha- He had this fucking old ass Buick or something. And I remember we were trying to drive to see one of our buddies who lived out in the middle of the country. Um, and his fucking, what happened? Like, I think the engine like seized or something and we were just trapped. And this is, again, this is like neither one of us. I did we have a cell phone? Now I don't remember now. Like now that I'm starting to put the time frame together. I think maybe I did have a cell phone, but being, uh, being trapped as like an 18 year old, just on the side of the freeway, I mean, I don't give a fuck nowadays. Nowadays, I, I mean, it doesn't matter. My car breaks down. I'm like, fuck it. I'm good. I'll walk to this. I'll walk that. But at 18, 
I was I was kind of panicked. Like shit make shit doesn't make me panic anymore though. At almost forty, I'm still panicked about that. I'm good. That's what it's like to my be a woman nowadays. My, like you just can't you can't trust that people are gonna My be. car is probably gonna break down tonight. I mean honestly, <laughs> like it's not a joke. Like my car is I I have you started talking about serpentine belts and shit and I said Man, I have something going on. I think I need to replace the belt that goes around, like, the alternator and stuff, because... That's serpentine. Well, motherfucker, I know that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I Well, I'm, I mean, I know that's what it is. I'm telling you, I think it needs replaced. Like, I'm not disputing that that is what it's called. You said serpentine belt. It reminded me I have one that goes around the alternator. That's the serpentine belt. <laughs> It turns out that's the fucking... Ser- that's it. That's the answer to all my problems. No, no. I know what you're saying. I know nothing about cars. It might just need tightened up. No, this it needs replaced. I think. No. Um, for one thing, they shouldn't just get loose. That shouldn't be a thing that happens. Typically, if that's the case, something's bent, or a tensioner is loose. There's, yeah, but, there's pulleys that right. But that's not, that's we, what I. We don't have to argue about it, Jeff. <laughs> well, number one, I would something not needs argue. Done. N- number one, I won't argue because I, again, I know nothing about cars. The only reason I know anything about cars is because I've had every problem, all of them. Uh, so this one, it, it started by when I make lefts, chip, 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 it, you get the noise, right? So I'm like, all right, this fucking belt's going bad. Then it started getting way worse. Now it's like, I shouldn't even have my air conditioning on. Like if I have my air conditioning on, it puts it over and it's like, okay, bro. Like we started warning you with the chirps. Now the shit's full on making racket and, and you're going to put the fucking, you're going to put the air conditioner on? <laughs> I'm breaking down. So the other day I was on like a back road and all of a sudden car shuts off. I was going around a roundabout car car just shut off and I just coasted. I looked down and there's three lights on and I said, that's a weird sequence of lights. Like, you know, I know there's more lights on the dash because when you first go to turn the car on that initial click, you see them all. I'm like, I know there's more three. It's probably something. It's probably a code. I should Google that. So, you know, I put the car in neutral turn it back on real quick, put it back in drive, go. I get home and I Google it and it's a, uh, it's a intermittent charge system failure. And I said, oh, that makes sense because can't charge if there's no belt going around the alternator. So it's still a belt issue as far as I'm concerned. And I was like, I'll get to that this weekend. That was like four weekends ago. (laughs) Like it's getting worse. It's actually getting worse. It's funny. You you talk about the AC because that Volvo, that, 84 Volvo I had, uh, it was one or the other. You either had air conditioning or power steering. Oh, <laughs> shit. You turn the air conditioning on, the power steering stopped working. <laughs> Are you serious? And it was, and when a car that has power steering, the power steering doesn't work. Yeah. It's like 10 times worse than a car oh, yeah. that doesn't have power steering. So it was like, <laughs> you know, so I never had air on in that thing because it was just like, it just stopped. It was crazy. Wow. So when you started talking about a car catching fire, it actually reminded me. I forgot about this. I used to drive my brother's – he had a Thunderbird. Really? And, yeah, and it had a system in it. So you know like when you have a car that has Same system. brother with a Corvette? No, a different brother. I was going to say. <laughs> I was like – Damn. You either, you, you either pick Chevy or Ford. No, he didn't. I mean he had a uh, Nissan too. He had a 300ZX. Well, that's different. You can have you can have a Chevy or a Ford and a Japanese car. Right. But if you're going to – you're not going to get a fucking Chevy and a Ford and be the same person generally. Are, are you sure? Is that yeah. why? I agree they generally with that. hate yeah. each other. Yes. No shit. Yes. I don't give a fuck. I pick cars solely. It's like you're based a Corvette on... guy or you're a Mustang guy generally is exactly. what it comes down to. Mustangs yeah. sound cool, but they're stupid. And I like <laughs> I like no, seriously, they sound great. I think they're stupid. Good. Except for the sixties. Oh yeah. So, uh, okay. Sixties Mustangs and then 
70s, the Mach 3. Those are fucking sweet. Other than that, fuck a Mustang. Uh, so anyway, I used to drive his uh, Thunderbird, and my brother had, like, an abundance of cars. Like, at the time, I think he was trying to um, – he had a dealer's license, and he was, like, buying them from auctions and stuff like that. Well, this must or this uh, Thunderbird had a fucking system in it, and, you know, like, anybody who's installed one in the hood, like, you, you got to run the power cord <laughs> from the fucking battery all the way back. I installed well, one in my Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So this shit, you know, it hit a little bit. Anyway, I'm living in Dublin. I pull up. I get out and I, I was like, the fuck was that? And I see a little bit of smoke and I'm like, uh, I'm starting to panic a little bit. Like, is this thing about to catch fire? I pop the hood and I open it and right then it's starting to catch fire. Oh, I was like, oh shit. Just happened to have a fucking fire extinguisher and hit it and it was good. And I called him. I was like, dude, I'm not even driving this car to you. I'm terrified. Like, come take this fucking system hoopty. Take, take this. Come get this car. So, I'm straight. I'll walk. It's the funniest shit about the sound system craze of 1999 through oh, 2001 yeah. is because the people who were the most into it were a bunch of fucking kids our age yeah. who were dabbling in electronics that were way above their pay grade. Right. Oh, no shit. Right. You know why? Because we were all – well, I don't know about – I guess I don't know about you, but people were – how do you how how do I put this to not be weirdly incriminating? Stuff was just falling off trucks and you were yeah, using it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like oh oh, I knew a guy who could always get you whatever the fuck you were looking for. Yeah, back then. But it's like things like I think about when I put the sound system in my Volvo. It was like I was seventeen years old. And me and my friends were drilling holes through the firewall. Oh yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, and like putting these big thick ass cables like. Like tapping them into the the car electrical system. Yeah. Like why were like right. why was anybody trusting us with this shit? <laughs> well, kids are still doing that. They're just doing it with uh, two different things. They're either doing the little fucking Fast and the Furious cars, uh-huh. which equally you could equally fuck some shit up, uh, or out near me, it's a lot of jeeps and trucks with like the fucking. Whatever those like bright LED Rose bars, yeah, shit, yeah. What what's the deal with those? I don't know. Every, it's, I mean, they they tend to have a Trump twenty twenty sticker. All it is is <laughs> all it is is I spent a lot of goddamn money on accessories for my truck. That's all it is. But it's it's a thing. Like yeah, it's a it culture. Is. It's a status symbol and it's a culture. There's a magazine. I can't remember what it's called. I saw it when I was getting my uh, tires rotated and one patched up at Discount Tire a couple weeks ago. Discount tire since night. I'm just kidding. Uh, That's where um, I go. But um, they had a magazine sitting there, and it's like from the makers of Dub Magazine. You remember Dub? Yeah, magazine? oh yeah, for sure. But it's all like fucking guys who buy sixty thousand dollars trucks and then spend another sixty thousand dollars on lift kits and accessories and all that shit. Some of this stuff is so wild. These cars that are like, I mean, these like you got like an F two fifty. That's like six feet off the ground and all of the suspension and all that shit is like chrome gold. Yeah. I mean, it's wild. Chrome? Chrome gold? Like gold chrome. What the fuck is gold chrome? Like shiny gold coated shit. I don't know. It's a difference. (laughs) Metallic gold or metallic chrome. You can't be chrome gold. That's like, man, this shit looks so black red. You can't do that. But there's like, like, okay, well, you got chrome, which is like shiny, like a mirror. Yes. Then you have like metallic silver so this is the shiny mirror version of gold what's that 
It's not chrome gold. <laughs> Again, chrome right. is well, a color. Well, someone fucking correct me then. <laughs> what is it? I'm pretty sure it's just shiny chrome. It's I like matte chrome. or shiny. Yeah, but chrome is like it's not. A, chrome's not a color. The fuck it ain't. It's a. It's it's coating your stuff with mirrors. Bullshit. I. You were a fucking visual designer. You were. You were telling me that chrome is a. Chrome gold? Like I, I cannot get past this right now. Someone, somebody, please. Somebody Where's Duchamp when you need him? God damn it! You know I, am, I am Switzerland here. I'm not. Gonna I gotta say, I gotta say that. really quick because we've said his name on the air quite a few times. Found out this week that it's Duchamp, and I've been saying it wrong now for two years. Um, you know what? <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, my man. I said VJ earlier. He I, he still lets me call him VJ. His name is Vijay. Or Vija. Is this the one that I know? Yeah. I didn't it's, know that. It's Vija. I think, I I think it's pronounced Vija. I apologize to you to shunt in, per, in person, and he was like, eh. Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, that's, the same, <laughs> that's the same thing with, with my guy. He's, yeah, fucking Vija. It's spelled V-I-J-A-Y. Yeah. And I was like, that shit says Vija. That's Vija. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Vija. And wow. I, yeah, or in wait, Spanish, it's oh, I'm going to have to apologize to him next time I see him, too. Yeah, so he, he that just. That was okay. I can say that. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> I get I get away with all that because uh, my wife's fifty percent Mexican, hmm. which, by the way, she ran twenty miles today. Whoa, Jesus good Christ. job, Amy! I mean, she I already knew she could do that, but it, this there was an actual race today. It aligned with her training because she's training for the full marathon. Wow! And so today was supposed to be like her twenty mile long run for training for the marathon, and she happened to find a race that was a twenty mile race. That's great. And she's like, well, fuck, I'll just sign up for that. It'll hold me accountable to stay on my training. So when it comes time for that. But then she came home today and was just like, you know, she's walking like Ozzy Osbourne, you know, and she had like the blisters on her feet and shit because she thought it'd be a good idea to buy brand new shoes Mm. and wear them for no less than three to five miles before wearing them on a 20 mile run today. You know Mm. what I didn't do today? Run at all. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I... I didn't either. Nope. Neither. My brother nope. uh, did a race. Did I t- talk about this last week? I don't know. This race he did. Uh, it's. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you drink beer on it. Right? No, no, no. This is. He This was. He said it was one of the hardest races he's ever done. Uh, they. Um, it's up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. It's a 100 mile race. Jesus. And they. he and his buddies decided to do this special hard ass version, which is called the Out and Back. Where the day before, they start at the end and Ooh. go to the beginning and then do the race the next day. So it, it's is this, 200 is miles. Is this running or biking? Biking. Mountain biking. Okay, okay. So, 200 miles. Oh, my okay, God. I, that, I'm not. But then he and his buddies decided to go extra hard ass and did the whole thing, all 200 miles on single speed bikes. Oh, oh my shit. God. He that's, said, that's some Andrew shit. He said, uh, and, you know, my brother did a race in Iceland a couple of months ago. He's done a 150 mile race in Finland. He said this is the hardest race he's ever done. Oh okay, God. that's tight. When you said 100, I immediately thought, I thought he was running. Oh, yeah, no, no, me no. too. Like, <laughs> sorry. Well, I, I have a friend uh, who he's a tattoo artist and he's also, I think, a CrossFit instructor. Um, and he also runs ultra marathons. Which are like 50 miles. Oh, my God. Well, he's run them barefoot before. Like, quite literally Is barefoot. that a thing? Yeah. That's definitely a fucking thing. This isn't a trivial thing that bothers me, but those finger shoe things oh, absolutely. are so fucking so gross. Weird. Yeah, absolutely. So I gross. I don't trust anybody at No, the it's cool. I get those. it. I get the science. It makes sense to me. But, like, 
use them when you're running, don't wear them. Don't wear them around no, because fuck no. you. That's so gross. I don't want <laughs> to just picture each of your toes in this like yeah. little slot. That's yes. so gross. To I me. don't fuck with people that wear toe socks either. I'm straight on that. You know that? Toe sock? Yeah, it's a sock. But it oh has- yeah, ew, gross. Yeah, Sick. like fuck that. Ugh, that's weirdo shit. Now toe yeah. socks. In slides. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't rock slides. Let's do Ohio yeah. versus Florida. Well, but I don't have anything. Cute. Oh, you don't. I've, no. I've got the trivial things that bother us. Yeah, we can see. We have a. We can do. Why do you, did you have some Ohio Florida shit? No, I just thought you had it lined up. Um. So I read several things, and I said, "Fuck, I need to write that down." That's a good one, and then I didn't. Uh-huh. If I had my phone, it wasn't up here recording the episode. Uh, I know for a fact that Amy actually texts me three or four of them. Ooh. She's like, holy shit, look at this. Holy shit, look at this. So I have some good shit on there. I just didn't move that it. That camel thing was brought up uh, on the weekend update on the premiere of SNL last night. Really? They made a joke about it. Well, I, uh, it was very fresh when I brought it here. Anyway, trivial things that bother. And let's start with our guest. Hold on. Which, by the way, let's just say that this is monumental because this not only shows, one, you're not a guy. Right, right. I'm, I and, am your first female and guest, you right? don't identify as a guy. No, either. No, uh, and you're not a dad. Right. So this goes against heckin' cool dads, which is great because it shows your diversity. That's what I'm saying. We have our first female guest, and we would like to welcome more females. Please. This is sounds fun. like someone's sounds like someone's gearing up to they put are. some amps on. They too, are. So it's probably good. <laughs> this is good thought. So we'll start with you. All right. So I do have a YouTube channel. And one of the things I swore to myself was that I would not fall into my own pet peeves. One of my pet peeves, the thing that bothers me the most, is bad YouTuber habits. People that start every single video with, hey guys, welcome <laughs> to my channel. I'm so excited about today's video. It's like, bitch, we know you're excited or yeah. else you wouldn't make this you damn video. Yeah. <laughs> so that is just it's so trivial, but man, it bugs the shit out of me. I actually put, yesterday had a deal uh, with my boys, not a deal, but I laid the law down and I said, hey guys, you used to watch shows, you used to watch like Gravity Falls, you used to watch cartoons, you used to watch yeah. interesting things. I'm getting really, really sick of all day, every day hearing some guy being like, oh, pound that like button, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm playing Minecraft today. Yeah. Smash that bell. Jesus Smash that Christ. Light button. Get yes. the fuck out of here. Watch it sometimes, but not all the time, please. Yes, but yes, exactly. I hate that. Yeah, it's, I swore to myself, if I ever yeah. say that, I'm editing that out because I can't. Nice. I can't fall into that category. So, so do you actually have, did you put some out with that or did you edit it out? No, I have never done that. I have, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm very aware of how I start my videos to make sure that I don't start with, hey guys. I, uh, I saw you, or I heard you use a phrase earlier. You said, there you go. And I've called myself out on that. I would fucking say that at least once an episode to Colin. <laughs> He'll say something, I go, there you go. And then I'll start some other topic. And man, I have made a conscious effort to not say, there you go. You know, there's another one there that's become go. very, <laughs> very popular. When somebody's doing a tutorial, whether it's cooking or crafting or something Do like that. Do they put their hand up? No. Put the product in front of it? That, that happens all the time, actually. So that, that the doesn't camera bother can me, focus. though. 
it, it's so the camera can focus or something, but they like, let's say yeah. it's a makeup tutorial, they hold the thing up and they and put, they put their, their hand, hand over it. Yeah. and then the camera focuses and then they take it away. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's out of necessity though. So it doesn't really bother me. Fuck it. Get a but the camera. thing that bothers me, this, this thing that everybody's saying, you're going to go ahead and do something like you're going to go ahead and dump in the flower and then you're going to go <laughs> ahead and start. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't need your permission. How about you just dump in the flower and stir it? I like, it's uh, go ahead everything. It's, I've, I've said this before, but it's relevant. Um, when I set Hayden up to record his first video and like I hit record and I start leaving, he goes, he turns around, he goes, Hey, is it recording? And I go, yeah, it is. And he goes, what's up slashers? <laughs> Hayden here. And I fucking, dude, I fucking lost it. I, I am not ever deleting that video because it's That's the fucking hilarious. cutest thing so I've great. ever seen so in my great. life. Yes. Uh, oh, I have to say something real quick. He stayed, he was logged into my computer the other day because he was like trying to figure out how to bring up Fortnite and play on the computer and shit. But uh, he goes to YouTube and he he signs himself in YouTube on there. And if you haven't done this, you should do this. I went to his YouTube and I looked at like, what are my search terms? What have I commented on? And I was just looking at some of the shit that he's like commented on. And it's it's so cute. I, I was like, I was like gushing with love like li- <laughs> looking at it because he was looking up like a. I showed him pancake art have you guys ever seen that yeah that's I great I showed him some pancake art he went and searched for some and left a comment was like good work love what you did Aww. and like great job keep up the good work we should like, not like kill yourself bitch. no no dude if I I was pre- I was fully prepared to see something like <laughs> wieners are funny <laughs> You're a turd. You know, I was I was expecting like I don't know some kind of mean kid shit. I don't know. I wasn't actually expecting that. I was fearing that. I should say. Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm never expecting that from him. But like all kinds of cool shit. And he would say he would comment on people's shit of like I YouTubers. I know he watches right. That he really yeah. like idolizes. And he would say, "I love this video. Please play more. You know, Cuphead. Uh, please respond. Things like that. And oh. I could I could see like I could see like. It's the equivalent of when I used to go to like concerts back in the day. Yeah. And I'd just be like, oh man, I just want to, I hope he's at the merch table. So I can just yeah. be like, that was so good. I just want to tell him I fucking loved what he was doing. Yeah. And that's, that's the equivalent of what he's doing. Also, yes. fuck Cuphead. You, you don't fuck with Cuphead? No, I fuck with it. Oh. But it is legitimately might be the hardest game I've ever played. Really? Well, that explains why there were 900 tutorial like searches. How do I beat this part? It is How a, do I beat this part? It is amazing. Ooh. It's all like the the graphics are all old-timey animation. Yeah. It's it's like it looks it's like, like a, an old Popeye. It's fucking, like yeah, it's like really? a Popeye cartoon yeah. that you're playing. But and it's amazing. It's an amazing game, but my god, it's easily the hardest game I've ever played in my life. Wow. I gave up. I was like a third of the way through it and I gave up. So anyway, be- before we go, I'm going to ask you. So you start thinking about your trivial thing. Oh, I've got one. And before I ask you, I just want to say one other little thing. It was a realization I had the other day, and that is the way that every kid seems to want to be a YouTube game playthrough person. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to see every person on IG thinks they're an influencer. Right. And like. I just like all my friends' photos are just starting to look like they run a travel blog on the side or they are some fucking I don't know. It, it, it's yeah. crazy. And meanwhile, my shit's just like point and shoot camera, you know, look at my daughter do something yeah. awesome. Like I, I'm using mine, like you talked about before. It's like our scrapbook, it's a digital yeah, scrapbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but a lot of my friends are all shifting and I'm like, damn, adults want to be influencers the way that. Kids want to be YouTube gamers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. What's the trivial thing, Colin? 
This might be too trivial. There's nothing too trivial for Go this. Go for it. <laughs> Cardi B's mouth sounds in that press song. <laughs> I don't even know what they are. Have you heard that song like press, 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 press. Nope. Cardi don't need more press. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a, you know, she got her teeth fixed. Like she uh-huh. got all fake shit. Yeah. And I think that she's just not. I think the mic she was using and the mm-hmm. fact that she's got a new oh, mouth. Oh, wow. It's like a lot of, there's <laughs> the a lot of. The fact that she's got a new mouth. There's a lot of. <laughs> yeah? Yes. In that song. And yes. it fucking. I, every, I have to turn it off on the radio. I, I don't like it. I don't like how her vocal sound in that sound, song. And it is. That, that is so petty. It is so petty. But. And because I think the song's got a great but beat. You know I think her flow's good and all that stuff. But yeah. But I, can't I agree do it. with I you. I can't do it. It's mouth not, it's not trivial. Really I agree with you. That is super yeah. trivial. I mean. <laughs> Man, you guys both had good ones. Mine was just that uh, right now, uh, our dog like will not stop barking. Oh, it, it's it is it's reached a level that like I would never hurt an animal, but when it starts happening, I feel like I look at it and flames start coming out of my eyes, and I'm prepared to punt this fucking dog like it's a kickoff of an, a football game. <laughs> like I'm like. I, I, and I lunge after the dog to try and grab the dog just because I want to pick her up and be like, you know, shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> in her ear. You know what I'm saying? Like real close. Like no one else needs yeah. to know, but I'm about to fucking kill you. And I'm trying to let that dog know I'm serious. Um, so we got a, what the fuck is the term for it? A static correction collar. I think it's a shot collar. Yeah. I think they call those bark collars, though. It's a bark collar. It is a bark collar. It beeps. But uh, exactly the same concept. She starts the... barking. She gets three in. It's like beep, beep. And, and and she's, you know, it's only been on there for like, we'll do like an hour a day type shit. Like when we just need the dog to chill the fuck out. Yes. Right. So my, I want to say trivial thing. Like I love animals. Don't get me wrong. And I can deal with kids raging and being loud. I've never been exposed to a dog in my like in you know in my vicinity regularly that's a barky dog mm-hmm. and that dog is a fucking barky dog and i again not going to hurt an animal but when she starts her barking i can visualize myself punting her out the window <laughs> made me think of <laughs> made me think of this joke i was watching uh the comedian pete holmes has a stand up uh, uh special on hbo called dirty clean and i was watching it on the plane on friday night on the way back from atlanta and Funny enough, because it's like I'm on a plane with headphones and I was trying so hard not to like laugh out loud because <laughs> I was just dying because it's the second time I've seen the yeah. and I thought it was so funny. But he's talking about having a baby and he's talking about how when you're in a hospital, they all make you watch like they all tell you not to shake the baby. They make you watch videos about shaking baby yeah. syndrome and all this stuff. And he goes, it just seems so weird. But what they don't tell you you're gonna want to shake the baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that's exactly how it is. Well, we we put that static collar on her, and it'll go beep beep. <laughs> okay, so we first put her on her. I mean, ten seconds after it was on, she's barking. About the third bark in, dude, she fucking jumps. Ooh! Whoa! Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and she stops for a minute. And then I was like, ah, <laughs> I see, I see you getting it now. Uh, and she starts to bark a little more and it goes, beep, beep. And she's like, now when it, she gets like, we can put it on. And so again, it's only been a day mm-hmm. and it's like, it was like an hour yesterday, an hour today. She barks twice. It goes, beep. She's like, perfect. That's what, that's yeah, exactly that's, what it's supposed to do. Right? But I was 
hoping that there was a controller for it. Uh, That's what I wanted because in my mind, I was going to do that. You know, like the gangster gun hold where you like hold the gun to the side. I was going to do that and go. And if she barked, I'd zap her. Right. And then eventually, in my mind, I was going to be able to hold the gun to the oh, side yeah. and the dog would just shut up. Oh, I wanted shit. to train her. You There's wanted to be the so guy that's got a party trick to be like, watch this shit. Yeah. Because uh, again, when I used to ride dirt bikes, there was a guy that go, you know, he, he would change it all the time, but he'd say, Oh, you know, would you rather be a, a dead dog or a rollerblader? And the dog would play dead. Or like, would you rather be a dead dog or a something? And he had trained it to where, if he said, would you rather be a dead dog or this, the dog would play dead every time. And I was like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. I just wanted that trick where I held my gun sideways at the dog and the dog shut up. I wanted that to be my, my party trick. The same way that I do it with my kids, too. I go, hey, Eloise. I mean, I just put it on my Instagram. Hey, do your metal voice. And she goes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I love shit like that. Yeah. So that's that. That's, oh I think we God. got through trivial things. We got through. We successfully made it through. We're not going to get me too High five, Beth. Yeah. Um, we're all good. <laughs> we, we had a female guest, so more female guests, more guests in general. I would love to have a guest every time because I enjoy okay. getting to know people that I've known for a really long time. You get to learn things about them. I've said that several times. Uh, with that being said, I think we're out of here. Episode 25. Episode 25. Right. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>